Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. At the back, praise the Lord. I will lift up our praises to the Lamb of God. He that is risen, he that is enthroned on the right arm of the Father, we give him glory and honor. He deserves all the honor and glory tonight. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Father, we bless your holy name. We glorify that mighty name. Father, we thank you because you are God. We love you, Jesus. We exalt your holy name, Lord. Father, we thank you. We say thank you once again. Your faithfulness is unmatched, O God. From eternity past to eternity to come, God. You remain the King and Lord of all. You are established forever, O God. Tonight, Father, we thank you. Because, Lord, when everything shakes around us, God, you still remain God. And as Peter cried, Lord, save me, we cried to you and we receive the salvation. Tonight, God, we thank you for every soul that is assembled in your presence, God. We give you honor and glory. Be you lifted, O God. Thank you for this beautiful day, Lord. Thank you for this wonderful evening, God. Thank you for this wonderful brethren, Lord. Thank you for the sisters around God. Thank you for the church, O King of glory. We give you praise for who you are. We exalt you, King of glory. As we gather in this place, God, we know your angels are gathered here to celebrate along with us, Lord. We thank you, my Father. We love you, Jesus Christ. We exalt your holy name. For thou art God, thou art a great King. We love you, King of glory. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you are excited to be here today? But some of you are hiding behind those rails. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let's just clap to God and celebrate His presence in this place. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your holy name. Father, we glorify thee. We honor your holy name. You are wonderful. Let's just sit down for a while. How many of us are looking forward to this day? Or somebody was praying that uh, let the church leadership forget about so that you can have an off of prayer. But I thank God he reminded all of us. Praise the Lord. I want just to invite uh, a brother in our midst to share with us our testimony of what God has done for him. Uh, Brother Rajesh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This evening, I wish to testify about our Lord's goodness in miraculously delivering 
me during a crisis this week. I am Dr. Rajesh, an anesthetist doctor by profession. This Monday morning, I was taking up a 29-year-old Indian with no other medical history for a nasal surgery. Usually, the surgery takes about an hour. With confidence, I started the anesthesia for this case and the surgeon was proceeding along. And 45 minutes had passed, normally, without any problems, when all of a sudden, I noted changes in the ECG of this patient, that is the heart rhythm, which started becoming of a serious nature. I immediately sounded the alarm and called for the cardiologist. Suddenly, the heart came to, of the patient came to a standstill. I was taken aback and started praying. Within few minutes, our cardiologist was also there in the operation theater, and we resuscitated the patient, and the ECG or heart pattern became normal. But, but we got a shock when we woke up the patient. The heart of the patient was fine, breathing was fine, but we realized that the patient was not responding at all. It was as though the young man was in a coma. As you know, the immediate accused will be the anesthetist for any intraoperative incident. My prayers to our Lord became more fervent. But till afternoon, there was hardly any response. Then the patient started moaning sounds, but was not coherent or clear at all. We suspected that he had some, suffered some brain injury. His breathing pattern also worsened. My colleagues also joined me in prayer and we had to put the patient back on the ventilator for artificial respiration. We prayed for a miracle. We felt and believed only our Lord could save the situation. We asked for the reference from the neurologist and he also suspected brain injury and we were told to prepare the patient for a CT scan. The patient's eyes were not responding at all. I stayed with the patient. At the stroke of midnight, we noted the patient moving his limbs and we removed the patient from the ventilator. Lo and behold, as though waking up from sleep, within minutes the patient was fine and he started talking and answering questions. He even answered multiplication tables questions. It indeed was a miracle. I stayed the whole night with the patient, praying that there should be no residual impairments. At 5.30 a.m., the patient was totally fine and was drinking water and answering. We are praying that no memory loss occurs and is part of it. I feel all glory to God, who is the author and finisher of our faith. I shall conclude with a small verse from the Psalms, Psalm 107, 28-30. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and He brought them to their desired haven. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. This is the great physician. When he is present, nothing can go wrong. 
Praise the Lord. That he has reversed the situation and restored health, perfect health to that young man. We give him glory. Praise the Lord. Let's listen to what God has done in the life of Brother Godly. He is a miracle worker. That's the God we serve. Praise the Lord. Uh, we want to thank God for a mighty thing that he has done in our lives. First of all, I will start with my own. She will also give her testimony. Praise God. Last um, program, the same like this we had in last month. You know, we, I came with my mom. My wife was home with the babies. And prayer was going on and all that. And actually then, there was no information. And... For my mom, she was actually praying and uh, praying for those of them in Nigeria. We didn't have had any previous information then. However, she was really insistent praying for my dad. You know, it was later on, I think later on in the week, my immediate elder sister called me and she was now saying, um, I should just pray. However, I shouldn't let my mom know, you know, that... Our dad had a serious, um, should I say, attack or something like that. So I was not like, um, okay, can you really tell me what happened? She said, when she got to his room, he was sitting on his bed and she was like trying to get his attention. He wasn't answering. Actually, my dad is aged, you know, but he's still strong as he's going around. He's in his 90s, you know, and he likes walking. So, so when she called him, he wasn't responding. She she tried to like shake him. He wasn't responding. She immediately ran and went to call our eldest brother. Our eldest brother came and called him, same thing. He was not responding. So he now held him and because he was sitting on his bed, he was now held and resting on the wall. Now held him and kept as in lie, laid him down. That was when they really realized what has happened that. As at that point, I cannot really see if life was in him. You know, when they laid him down, Several things were just coming out of his nose, his mouth, and all that. And my sister said at that point, she started crying, you know, and all that. So my elder brother, since he has some HSC experience and all that, so immediately started trying to revitalize him, you know, resuscitate him back to life. That was around, uh, in fact, that was exactly when church program was going on. And I could remember my mom said she wanted prayer. So she said, while she was standing here, there, that she was actually praying for him, you know, known to her. So God be the glory. They rushed him that midnight, you know, to hospital. The doctors and everything, they saw him. They did the test and all that. He was, he's fully back to health and he's doing well by God's grace. So God be the glory. The second, the second testimony I also have on behalf of my mom. You know, she she came here and um, she was she has been having these um, serious body pains and all that. So she also told me she would like to go out for prayers. So she came out that day and while she also prayed for her, that she was out again for herself. To God be the glory, the pains and the health issues she's having has greatly reduced. 
and she's really testifying to that, saying, to God be all the glory. Praise God. Praise God. I want to thank God majorly for his mercies towards me and my studies. Uh, it's not been so easy, but God has been faithful. I was to go in for an exam, a promotional exam, and due to my condition, I was thinking, how do I meet up? How do I uh, read to cover up? Because it was really voluminous. But to cut long story short, the Lord saw me through. He did not just see me through. He made me come out well. And um, exactly about six hours or let me say five hours from now, my results came out and I cleared all. I just want to give God all the glory. I just want to give God all the glory because He has been indeed a faithful God. And I also want to thank God for the man He blessed me with, who has always encouraged me, made me see the giant in me, and always tell me, you can make it. Because I remember when I was going in, in fact, all hope was lost because I don't know how I'm going to meet up, but he said, you will do it. You can do it. And to God be the glory, I did it. If you don't mind, I just want to sing one song. God is able to do just what he says he will do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to me. We won't give up on God, for He won't give up on us. He's able. Praise God. I just want to add to this testimony. It got to a point where the school had to even tell us we should carry it over. Looking at the workload, I mean, my wife actually wrote this exam as in within the period of delivery and all that, you know, and it was really tight. Really, I was scared. And um, imagine, imagine you have to read volumes and volumes and volumes, and when you go in, it's more like if you turn your head, that is your failure. I really appreciate God for what he did. You know, we really sought the face of God for his mercy. In fact, at one point in time, I told my wife, no more, don't say, God, give me this, I need to pass. Just say, Father, show me mercy. It got to that point, and so God be the glory, he showed up. Actually, he showed up for us. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Let's just stand and uh, appreciate God for what he has done in the lives of these brethren. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this evening. Thank you for the divine healing that you carried out in the hands of our brother, Dr. Rajesh. Father, it was not his knowledge, but it was your presence. It was a testimony that he that waits upon you shall not be late, let down. And my father, you stood in that hall, in that theater, to deliver, because your son was there. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Father, we want to thank you for the divine healing also in the family.
that has just left here. We thank you, King of glory, for our daddy, that you continue to strengthen him. Father, we thank you for the success in the examination, God. Even through the difficult moments, God, you still show yourself mighty. Thank you for your faithfulness. Let this be a point of contact to the many in our midst who are trusting you for something new in their lives. That God, you are still faithful. To they that call upon thee, you shall never leave them. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May we sit for a while and then our brother will come to lead us to the first session of prayer. I just want to share something briefly. In the book of Luke chapter 19, verse 5, When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Acts chapter 3, chapter 3, verse 2, Now a man who was lame, from Bath was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money, but Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Praise the Lord. These are two cases in which two individuals were expecting something. And in the first case, Zacchaeus knew about Jesus. So he positioned himself expectantly, positioned himself expectantly. He would have just stood in the crowd and waited to see Jesus. But he chose a spot and selected so carefully because he knew Jesus was going to pass by. Secondly, he positioned himself in a place that was quickly identifiable. Christ would clearly see him. Praise the Lord. I don't know in your heart as you come before the Lord what you have chosen in your life tonight. What your purpose in your mind. Have you purposed to have an encounter with God tonight? Have you positioned yourself in such a way that God will meet you at your point of your need? I say as we continue in our prayers, it's never too late. You can always squeeze yourself and make yourself, position yourself, so that the Almighty God may meet you at your point of your need. Praise the Lord. The testimonies that you have had is a clear testament of what God is bound to do in our midst. He has purpose to do in our lives in this church. 
Praise the Lord. Somebody challenged me and said one day, and I've thought about those words. It was this year. He said, what is new in this church that we want to introduce? Because people have received healing. People have received babies in this place. People have had promotions in this place. People have had diverse ways in which God has ministered to them. So there is nothing new we are introducing. It's just a question of us positioning ourselves to receive. Praise the Lord. And God is always ready to minister to the needs of the people in this church. We are blessed that God has chosen to be in our midst and to minister to our needs. Praise the Lord. Let us prepare ourselves. The second man also, for a while, for years, he had been made to understand that he can only sit. But one day, he had an expectant heart. And thank God, he looked at the men of God and waited and looked at them expectantly. And they did not disappoint because God was ready to meet him at his point of need. Praise the Lord. And when he said that he, when he expectantly looked at them, Peter knew that this man, what he expected was of far less value than what he was about to get. Praise the Lord. So he said, silver and gold have I none. We do not come here just to have a good time to be counted like people who have come for an overnight. But we have come here purposed in our hearts that we want God to transform our lives to a new level. We want God to do something unique in our lives that will transform our lives and make a mark for eternity. Praise the Lord. And this man, looking expectantly, received the miracle of his life. The Bible says he was so excited. He could not walk. He, was, he started by walking and he said, this is not enough. He started running and he said, this is not enough. Then he started jumping. Praise the Lord. Leaping and praising the Lord. Because something new had happened in his life. At the end of this night, I believe somebody will go home feeling that there is something new that has happened in his life. Praise the Lord. He will be jumping in the spiritual realm knowing that God has touched him in a unique way. Praise the Lord. So let's stand up as we wait for our brother Franklin just to lead us in a prayer, session of prayer. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, hallelujah. The angels bow before him, heaven has adored him. What a mighty God we oh what a blessed God we serve. What a blessed God we serve, hallelujah. The angels bow before him. Heaven has adored him. What a blessed God we serve. Hallelujah. What a blessed we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Angels bow before. Heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. 
Amen. Tonight we shall be praying for our cousins, shall be praying for the Muslims, and especially that God should save them. Amen. So that is uh, the business we shall be doing, part of the business we shall be doing tonight. Like my brother used to say, be smart before God. Amen. You, are, you have come here to pray. But when you touch God's heart with your prayer first, be sure you don't need to mention your own. He will do them. Amen. So I want you to pray these prayers that we are going to pray now. Pray it with a lot of seriousness. As if you are praying those prayers that you have come to lay before God. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. You see, there is one thing that uh, I used to pity our cousins for. And that is, you see so many of them doing what they are doing with the whole of their understanding and with the whole of their vigor. And you will see in some of them that they, are actually, they actually think what they are doing is right. They actually think that they are serving the God who created heaven and earth. And they will confidently, without any prejudice, they will tell you, Oha! And that is how it is in their heart, that they are serving the only true God. And that is what makes me most time pity them. Praise the Lord. First of all, tonight, I want you to thank God for this opportunity. Because if you hear what God is doing among these people, you will, be, you, you will count yourself blessed that you have been called to pray for them tonight. Amen. So begin to thank God, first of all, that you have the opportunity to pray for these, our cousins. Begin to appreciate God. Father Lord, I thank you tonight. In the name of Jesus, that you have given me, O Lord, the opportunity to pray. To pray for the Muslims, to pray for our cousins. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We are grateful unto you, Lord. This opportunity we know, O Lord, it is because of your grace that we are called to pray for them. Holy Spirit, we bless you. We are grateful, O Lord. Thank you, King of Kings. In Jesus' name we have prayed. If we open our Bible to Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. It says, For by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. By grace are you saved. That is to say, we that are standing here today, None of us is saved by our own work. None of us is saved because of what we have done, or because of the tribe we belong, or because of where we came from. We are saved by grace. We are going to pray tonight and say, Father, this grace that located me and saved me, let this grace locate every of my cousins and begin to save them tonight. And begin to bring them into your fold. Father, extend this grace to them, Lord. 
and save them. Begin to pray. Father, Lord, we thank you. Mighty God, we bless your name. My Father, I pray, O Lord, that you extend your grace, O Lord. Extend your grace, O Lord, to your children, O Lord, and save them. Extend your grace, O Lord. The grace that located me, the grace that located us, the grace that saved us. Father, extend this grace to them and save them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, extend this grace to them, Lord. I pray, my Father, in the name of Jesus, extend this grace, O Lord, King of glory, extend this grace to them in the name of Jesus. Gribala Hoshe Tamasira. I pray that you extend this grace unto them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Wherever they are all over the world, Father, it is time to harvest, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. It is time to bring them into the house. Holy Spirit, extend your grace to them in the name of Jesus. Let them find your grace, O Lord. As I found your grace, Father, let them find your grace. In the name of Jesus, let them find your grace, O Lord. I find your grace, Father. Let them find your grace. In the name of Jesus, begin to walk out their salvation, Lord. My Father, my God, let the blood be fresh for them, Lord. Let the blood that you shed on the cross of Calvary be fresh unto our causes. In the name of Jesus, Father, O Lord, let your grace. Let your grace, O Lord, let your grace locate them. Let your grace bring them to the fold in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. There are a lot of abounding testimony that Jesus himself is doing the evangelism work among them. A lot of testimonies. A lot of testimonies. You are going to pray, and you will say, Father, show them your mercy. You see, show them your mercy. Whatever, O oh Lord, that is bound among them, let your mercy, let your mercy bring them out and bring them to inside your house. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. Holy Spirit, I pray, my Father, my God, in the name of Jesus, Father, begin to locate your children. Begin to locate them, O Lord, among our cousins. As many that have been destined, O Lord. Father, begin to bring them into the house. In the name of Jesus. They have stayed out enough. They have stayed out long enough. It is time for them to be brought home. It is time, O Lord, for for you to bring them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. We are going to pray. The Bible says, and they shall know the truth, and the truth shall set them free. And they shall know the truth, and the truth shall set them free. They are having unbelievium. They are believing in what is false. No man will know the truth and choose to follow a lie. No man.
Father, Jesus, appear unto them. Begin to talk to God. Father, I pray, mighty God, let your truth, your word says in Habakkuk, that the knowledge of the glory of your Son will cover the earth. We cover the earth as water covered the sea. Father, let the knowledge of your truth, Father, cover them in the name of Jesus. Let the knowledge of your truth cover them as, your, as water covered the sea in the name of Jesus. Father, let them know the truth. Let them know that you are the true God in the name of Jesus. Let them know that you are the true God. Ancient of days, let them know that you are the true God. My Father, my God, reveal yourself, O Lord. Begin to reveal yourself unto them. Begin to reveal yourself unto them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself. Jesus, make yourself known to them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. That man that was healed by the beautiful gate answered a question that shut a lot of mouth up. They asked him, who healed you? He said, Jesus Christ. And they asked him again, how did he heal you? And he refused to answer that question. And he said, all I know was, I was once crippled, and now I can walk. Praise the Lord. Such answers will not allow any further question. It will bring a full stop. We are going to pray tonight and say, Father, seize the point of the need of our cousins and appear to them. Like the need of, or the need of that man by the beautiful gate was for him to walk. And through that, Jesus made himself known to a lot of people. We are going to pray and say, Father, through the need of our cousins, Father, reveal yourself unto them. Begin to pray. My Father, my God, I pray in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. My Father, my God, through the needs of our cousins, Holy Spirit, I pray, reveal yourself unto them. Show yourself unto them. Make yourself known unto them. In the name of Jesus, thank you, my Father. Holy Spirit, I bless your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I want you to understand there are powers that are keeping these people under one bondage or the other. There are powers that are keeping the truth from them. Or there are powers that are making them not to understand. There are powers that is, that is hovering over them. And whoever wants to take anyone out of them, these powers will, will, will come out with the, with the forces that they possess to make sure their captives remain captives. The Bible makes us to understand in Matthew chapter 12, verse 29, that if any man wants to plunder 
a strong man. He will first of all bind him first. He will first of all bind him first. So we are going to pray. We are going to set ablaze every power that is holding this our cousins bound. Whether the power of the air, whether the power of the sea, whether the power of the land. We are going to pray and say, Father, let your fire set them ablaze. Begin to talk to God. My Father and my God, you that answered by fire. I pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Concerning our cousins, Father, answer by fire. Holy Spirit, I pray in the name of Jesus. Concerning our cousins, answer by fire. As many power that are, that are holding them in bondage, bury them in the grave of fire. In the name of Jesus, bury them in the grave of fire. As many, O oh Lord, that are held in one captivity or the other, Father, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, release them by fire. 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 In the name of Jesus, release them by fire. My Father, my God, every principality, every power, every ruler of darkness in high places that is holding our cause in bound, I pray in the name of Jesus, tonight bury them in the grave of fire. Bury them in the grave of fire. Bury them in the grave of fire. In the name of Jesus, answer by fire. Answer by fire, Lord, in the name of Jesus, on behalf of our cousins, on behalf of them, Lord, Holy Spirit, I pray, answer them by fire, in the name of Jesus. You that answered by fire, and 850 prophets of Baal were destroyed. Holy Spirit, I pray, tonight answer by fire, and let these ones be released from their captivity, in the name of Jesus. Let them be released. From their ignorance, in the name of Jesus. Let them be released from their bondages, in the name of Jesus. And bring them, Lord, to your kingdom. shall be delivered. Even the ones that have been bought, the ones that have been bought and say, forever you will be here and you will be our slave. The Bible says they have the chance, I mean, they have the opportunity to be delivered through Christ our Lord. Amen. So we are going to pray again concerning this and say, Father, as many that are lawfully in captivity, of this prince of Persia that is holding our cousin bound. Father, let them be delivered. In the name of Jesus, let there be deliverance. In the name of Jesus, Rabo Setamayasonda, La Kaye de Sante Mokita Raba. Father Lord, I pray. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. This afternoon, when I was meditating on these words, the Spirit of God made me to understand 
that there are some times when we want, when we are addressing issues. What we only do, we pluck the leaves. Not knowing that when the leaves is removed from a tree, in another season, the leaves will do what? The leaves will spring again. And he taught me this, that what I should do to source is not to remove the leaves, but to uproot it, so that there will be no foundation anymore. Praise the Lord. When there is no foundation, it is difficult to build. And even if you build without foundation, it will not stand. Because it has no foundation. And the Spirit of God taught me tonight, I mean, that afternoon that I should approach this prayer by its foundation. Praise the Lord. That I should corrupt the foundation. Amen. Yes. I should corrupt the foundation and the foundation will crumble. And whoever is building on this foundation will not be able to build anymore. Because there will be no foundation. We are going to pray and we will talk to God in this area. We talk to God and say, Father, every root, every root that is holding these people bound, every root that is holding our cousins bound, Father, let it be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Let it be uprooted. My Father, O Lord, every foundation of the enemy that is holding the people of God bound. Let this foundation be corrupted in the name of Jesus. Let this foundation be destroyed in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, let it be uprooted. Let it be uprooted. Let it be uprooted. Let it be uprooted. Every tree, every tree that is holding your people bound, every tree that is holding them bound, my Father, my God, in the name of Jesus, let this tree be uprooted. Let this tree be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, let this tree be uprooted. Let this foundation be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every foundation that is sponsoring any power holding these people bound, let this foundation be destroyed tonight. Let this foundation be destroyed tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I know so many of us might not be familiar with this pattern of prayer, but I want you to know this is the actual time for spiritual warfare. Praise the Lord. We do spiritual warfare at this time. Amen. Because it's very, very effective. You are going to pray tonight and say, Father, send your word among them. Let your word be sent among them. Your word that will deliver them. The word of God is so powerful. It's sharper than what? Than two-edged sword. It will go among them and discomfit the enemy that is holding them bound. And will release the children of God for salvation. Begin to talk to God. My Father, I pray, send your word among our cousins. Your word that will deliver. Your word that will save. Your word in the name of Jesus. Send your word, Father. Send your word, Jesus. Send your word among them. Lord, send your word among them and deliver them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, send your word. 
stand your word. Your word, Lord, your word. I pray, stand your word. In the name of Jesus, open their ears to hear your word. My Father, my God, let every barrier, every wall of defense they have built around them, let them crumble by your word. In the name of Jesus, by your word. In the name of Jesus, by your word. Let the wall of defense built around them, let the cages, let the irons, let the bars of iron, let the chains that is holding them down, let them begin to break. Let the chains begin to fall out in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus send your word and let your word in the name of Jesus deliver them let your word deliver them let your word deliver them let your word deliver them save them O Lord in the name of Jesus thank you mighty God in Jesus name we have prayed we are going to pray and say father among them Show yourself mighty. Show yourself mighty. You see, in 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 in, in my in my dialect, they say if a child sees honey, he will throw away the uh, bean cake because the bean cake is sweet, but honey is what is sweeter. Praise the Lord. That is what I want God to do among them. That they will, able to, they will say of the truth that this one is the one that we will follow. They will say of the truth that Jesus is the Lord. Amen? Amen? Someone, I was reading somebody's testimony this afternoon and he said there is something that they know. Whenever they are sick, they don't look anywhere for miracle. All they just believe is that if death come, they go. But he got to know that through Jesus Christ is the only one that can deliver someone from sickness. And because of that, he called on Jesus and Jesus responded. And that sickness that was supposed to kill him, he was delivered. Praise the Lord. That is why I'm saying that there are some truths that if they know, we bring them out of darkness. There is no other that you can call that will heal you. There is no other that you can call that is the worker of miracle. Praise the Lord. We are going to pray this prayer again, but we talk to God tonight and say, Father, walk yourself among these ones. Show yourself mighty. Let them know that there is no other like you in the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. I pray, my Father, in the name of Jesus, show yourself, show yourself mighty among these ones in the name of Jesus. Show yourself mighty, Lord. Save them, O Lord, in multitudes. In the name of Jesus, save them in multitudes. Not, uh, not uh, one by one, but in multitudes. The day of Pentecost, Peter preached and 3,000 were saved. I want them to be saved in this fold, in the fold of three, three thousands, in the name of Jesus. My Father, your word says I should open my mouth wide and you will feel it. 
Tonight I have opened my mouth that you save these ones in force of three, three thousands in the name of Jesus. Begin to save them, Lord. Begin to save them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Begin to save them, Lord. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. You will pray this one again and talk to God. Father, let your word, let your salvation in this land, in this region, spread like white fire. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Father, I pray. In the name of Jesus, let your salvation spread like white fire. In the name of Jesus. In this region, in this land. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Once again, Lord, we are grateful to you. Thank you for bringing us to your presence to pray for our cousins. Father, we look upon to you, Lord. Father, save them in multitudes, in fools of three, three thousand, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you because you have heard us. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. We thank God for that. As there's a testimony I was listening to, sit down for a while. There was a testimony I was listening to the other time. One of the commanders, the ISIS commanders, how he was shot, he was about to die, and then some Christian missionaries carried him, and along the way they ministered to him, and he was able to recover. But during that short time, he had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. When he woke up, it was like somebody waking up from a very long sleep. He desired in his heart that he will never again have to experience the lie that he had lived for all that time. Praise the Lord. So we thank God. He's already working. We are just joining him in his work. Welcome, Brother Rajesh, to lead us in the next session. Praise the Lord. Oh yes, he answers prayers. Oh yes, he answers prayers. The Lord I serve answers prayers. Holy Jesus answers prayers. Can you tell your neighbor I'm here for answered prayers because God answers my prayer? Tell another neighbor, God has answered your prayer. Amen. We shall be praying for families from the book of Genesis. I'd like us to read from Genesis 35. Now a short introduction to that is, uh, this is a chapter where God calls Jacob to go and build an altar unto him at Bethel. Now, just before this chapter, his, uh, uh, his daughter has been defiled by, by the people of Shechem, by the prince of Shechem, and uh, his sons actually destroy 
the people of that land and Jacob is now afraid. And now, starting from 35 verse 1, God said to Jacob, Arise, go to Bethel and dwell there. Make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. In other words, God was introducing him to himself to Jacob as the God who appeared to him when he fled from Esau, when he was alone. At this point of time, Jacob was already a big family, but God was telling, remember I met you when I was alone. I'd like us to rise up. God is a God who sets the solitary in families. Psalm 68 verse 6 says that God sets the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. Can we take this time to thank God? He has met us when we were alone. And now he has placed us in families. For those who are yet to come into the family, can you praise God in anticipation? Because he is a God who never fails. Can we lift up our voices of thanksgiving unto God? Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the family that you have placed me into. God, I was alone, but you placed me in a family. God, you multiplied me. God, I give you thanks. God, I give you thanks for my family. I thank you that you have placed me in a family. I give you thanks for my family, O oh God. I give you thanks because I can relate to a family, O oh God. I give you thanks because you are the Lord who places me in a family, O oh God. I give you thanks because it's not the intent of man, it is not the will of man, but it is you, O oh God, who places me in families. Blessed Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God also that he has placed us in a spiritual family. We are members of one household, is what the Bible says. He has united us by the blood of Jesus. Can we appreciate God for that? Father, I give you thanks, O Lord God. Father, for placing me as a member in your body, for calling me your own, for adopting me into your kingdom, for the spirit of sonship, God, I give you thanks. God, I give you thanks, O Lord God, for calling me your own, for this family that you have placed me into, O Lord God, for your own family. You've called me your own, O God, I give you thanks. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. The verse also says, it's God who appeared. God is a very present help in times of trouble. Jacob was in trouble, but God appeared. You are a God who appears at every point of time in my distress. Can we thank God for that? Father, I give you thanks, because Lord, you are a God who does not disappear. You are a God who appears. You are a very present help in times of trouble. Father, I give you thanks for your hand of deliverance at all times. God, I give you thanks. God was telling Jacob, I have delivered you before. When you were fearing Esau, I delivered you. Father, I thank you for all the deliverances 
till this point of time whatever i have seen god i give you thanks for the deliverances that you are bringing forth oh lord god i give you thanks you are a god who delivers you are a god who hears my distresses you are a god who knows me from afar off you are a god who's able to save you are a god whose arm is not shortened god i give you thanks for your deliverance in jesus name we have prayed the next verse says so jacob said to his household and to all who were with him put away the foreign gods that are among you and purify yourself and change your garments now god called jacob jacob called his household as husbands as the head of the family it is our duty to lead our family to god's call shall we pray god i take grace as the head of my family god to lead my family to you i take grace oh god father this calling is not easy but lord your grace is sufficient for me god this responsibility is not light but lord your grace is more than sufficient for me god your strength is more than able to overcome my weakness father i take grace oh lord god to lead each one member of my family to you i take grace my father in jesus name we have prayed now jacob said put away the foreign gods now if you recall even rachel had taken her father's household idol along with her when jacob fled laban what jacob did was in verse 4 so they gave to jacob all the foreign gods that they had and the rings that there was in, was there in their ears jacob hid them under the terebinth tree that was near shechem jacob hid them it was not like he was hiding that he will take it again he hid them such that he will never deal with it again now what we are going to pray is god every form of idolatrous association that has been upon my family i cancel it this night in the name of jesus be it in my extended household be it from my parents be it from my forefathers every form of association that is not of you everything that competes with your position as the lord and savior of my household god i put it asunder i hide it i bury it in the name of jesus i cancel those associations in the name of jesus every unsaved member in my family i cancel the influence of idolatry i cancel that influence of idolatry against my family in the name of jesus father i cancel every influence o oh lord god that comes against my family god i put it aside in the name of jesus as you save the house of cornelius save mine as you save the house of zacchaeus god save mine in the name of jesus in jesus name we have prayed amen the other thing that he asked them to do was put away 
your earrings. Now, those are not just jewelry, but if we look closer into that word, those were amulets. Those had magical inscriptions. Those had spiritual wickedness associated with it. And we're going to pray. God, every form of spiritual wickedness that tries to influence my children, I put it aside by the authority of the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, I declare them null and void in the name of Jesus. It shall not stand in the name of Jesus. Father, every form of divination, every form of enchantment, any tentacles of spiritual wickedness upon my family, upon my children, God, I come against it in the name of Jesus. No more shall they influence them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, we see in verse 4 that they obeyed. Verse 4 says, So they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods that they had and the rings that were in their ears. We see submission over there. Ephesians, verse 5, chapter 5, 21. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. We're going to pray, God, let your name be revered in my family. It is the fear of God that brings submission to one another in the family. God, let your name be hallowed in my family. God, begin with me. Teach me to hallow your name in every area of my life. Teach me to hallow your name in every aspect of my life. God, teach my children, teach my spouse in the name of Jesus. Let your name be hallowed, O Lord God. Father, that there would be submission amongst us in the name of Jesus. Father, that authority of yours, when we acknowledge God, our own authorities are acknowledged. God, teach us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Now, Jacob also asked them, put away the foreign gods that are among you, purify yourself and change your garments. Let's look at Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3 verses 8 to 10. And I'll read. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. 
do not lie to one another seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator now conflict in in families happen when the old man in us rises up that's why paul encourages us to put off put off anger put off wrath put off vain talks put off obscene talks put off lying against one another this is where conflict begins so our prayer is first we pray for ourselves god help me i take grace to put off every form of anger every form of wrath that is not of you god i take grace to put it off in the name of jesus we pray for ourselves pray for our spouses pray for our children in the name of jesus my father god i take grace to put off lord all that is not of you in my life god grant me grace put a sentry on my lips o lord god father that i will not sin with my mouth in the name of jesus that i will not sin in anger in the name of jesus god that i will not hold a grudge in the name of jesus i pray you will help me my god in the name of jesus cleanse my lips o lord god deliver me from lying in the name of jesus let me not be found a liar in your presence in the name of jesus father help me in jesus name father help my spouse help my wife o lord god father to battle anger god to to stay away from anger in the name of jesus father help my children o lord god father that they shall not be people who are quick to anger they shall not be found as fools o lord god anger rests in the bosom of fools is what your word says o lord god father let that be not named among my children in the name of jesus let that not be named among me in the name of jesus let that not be named among in my household in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray and then verse 12 says put on then as god's chosen ones holy and beloved compassionate hearts kindness humility meekness and patience bearing with one another and if one has a complaint against another forgiving each other as the lord has forgiven you so you also must forgive and above all these put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony now as we have put off things that are not required let us put on all these that these verses say kindness tender mercies love let's turn that into a prayer god i take grace o lord god as your chosen one as holy one as your beloved god help me to put on a compassionate heart in my family as a husband god help me to be compassionate towards my wife help me to recognize her weakness and be compassionate in, in the name of jesus help me to be loving help me to be bearing with my children help me to be bearing with my children they can sometimes tip me off but god help me help me to be bearing with them 
in the name of Jesus. God, help me to be more patient. The fruit of the Spirit is patience. God, help me to be patient in the name of Jesus. God, let me be found as a person who forgives. Let not unforgiveness rest in me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Now, in Genesis 34, verse 30, let's go back to that text. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me by making me stink to the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites and the Perizzites. My numbers are few, and if they gather themselves against me and attack me, I shall be destroyed, both I and my household. But let's see what happens in verse 5. Verse 5 says, of chapter 35, And as they journeyed, a terror from God fell upon the cities that were around them, so that they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. Now, God called Jacob to build an altar. He called him to Bethel. And everything that was harassing, seemed to harass Jacob, could not come near. We're going to pray. God, as I obey you, as I obey you, and as I walk my walk with you, everything that harasses me, God, let your terror appear before it in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, everything that tries to harass me, everything that intimidates me as I walk in your fear, God, come against it in the name of Jesus. Everything that intimidates my family, God, come against it in the name of Jesus. You are the God who came and intimidated Haman when he tried to intimidate Mordecai. Your fear fell upon Haman. God, you are a God who is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. God, intimidate everything that tries to threaten my family in the name of Jesus. As I make my journey on earth, O Lord God, Father, everything that tries to pull me down, God, let your terror come upon it in the name of Jesus. Insulate me and my household from all forms of harassment in the name of Jesus. Insulate me and my household from all forms of terror in the name of Jesus. Let your hedge of protection be upon my household in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Now, look at this. Jacob was fearing man. And God put a fear of him around his people. The Bible says, fear of man is a snare. But he who trusts in the Lord shall be delivered. We are going to pray, God, deliver me from the fear of men. Deliver me from the fear of influence of men in the name of Jesus. That which takes my trust away from you. God, deliver me in the name of Jesus. That which entraps me. God, deliver me in the name of Jesus. 
Teach me to trust in you, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The next verse says, And Jacob came to Luz, Luz, that is in Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. And there he built an altar and called the place El Bethel, because there God had revealed himself to him when he fled from his brother. Now let's also look at Genesis 28. Verse 19. I'll read from 18. So early in the morning, Jacob took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called the name of that place Bethel, but the city name, but the name of that city was loose at the first. We're going to pray, God, that that name, Luz, was the name of a Hittite city. But when Jacob built an altar, he called it Bethel. And in this verse, when we see in 35, that name was established. We're going to pray, God, make my altar an altar of significance. When I stand on my knees, when my family and I stand on my knees before your altar, let it be a time of significance. Let my neighborhood be changed. Let cities be changed. Let families be changed as we come before you, as we set up an altar. Wherever we are struggling in setting up the altar, God, deliver us. Deliver us. Let our altar be an altar of significance in the name of Jesus. Father, make our altar complete in the name of Jesus. Unless you are there in that altar, God, it shall not be an altar of significance. God, I pray, you will appear when we gather together. And bind us together, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Make my altar an altar of significance. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In an altar there is freedom. When we sacrifice unto the Lord, we are set free. Let's pray, God, let me find deliverance each time I come with my family unto the altar. Let's make that a prayer, God, as we come before you as a family, as we build our altar, as we purpose to come before you as a family, God, let there be deliverances. Let long-standing issues, O oh God, let it be restored through your power in the name of Jesus. God, I pray, God, let our altars be of significance and let our altars be an altar of freedom in the name of, Je- in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's look at verse 9 of Genesis 35. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram and blessed him. You shall encounter your blessing tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. And God said to him, your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. 
Now, notice God had done this before. In Genesis 33, God had already renamed him. But again, as he built his altar, God reconfirmed his covenant. God is a God who reaffirms his promises. Let's also look at Genesis 28, verse 1 to 4. Genesis 28, verse 1 to 4. Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and directed him. You must not take a wife from the, from the Canaanite women. Arise, go to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take your wife from there, one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. Verse 3. God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you that you may become a company of peoples. May he give the blessing of Abraham to you and to your offspring with you that you may take the possession of the land of your sojournings that God gave to Abraham. Now, notice the words of the father that God reaffirms in chapter 35. What Isaac spoke as a blessing to Jacob, God already brought it to pass. Because, God, because Jacob was already fruitful by the time he encountered God here. Now, the prayer that we are going to pray is, God, every word of blessing that has been spoken over my life, bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. Every one of your word that has been spoken over my life, you who is faithful, God, bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. Can we also turn that into a prayer of thanksgiving? My Father, my God, you have never let your word fail over my life. I give you thanks, O God, because you are faithful to keep your word over my life. God, I give you thanks. I give you thanks for your faithfulness to your word. I give you thanks for your faithfulness to see, to, to make it come to pass in my own life, in the life of my family. God, I give you thanks. In the name of Jesus. That was a father's blessing that God caused it to come forth. Now, I call upon the fathers over here. I call upon the parents over here. Let's take a moment to bless our children. I'm giving you two minutes. Let's take this time to speak a word of blessing over our children. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I bless my children. You have called them to be fruitful. They shall be fruitful. You have given them as a heritage to me. They shall remain a heritage in the name of Jesus. God, they shall be obedient to your calling in the name of Jesus. They shall be sensitive to your calling in the name of Jesus. God, that they shall fulfill their destinies in the name of Jesus. You shall always be on top. You shall never be down in the name of Jesus. You shall always be above in the name of Jesus. You shall be always wise in the name of Jesus. No form of ungodliness shall be upon you in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of Jesus. May the Lord shine His face upon you. May the Lord lift up your countenance upon you. And may He give you peace. 
May you walk sinless before the Lord. May you be blameless before the Lord. Sampita and Asha. May you be blameless before the Lord all the days of your life in the name of Jesus. You shall be fruitful. You shall be a helper to the helpless. You shall be like a father to the fatherless. You shall be the protector of widows' boundaries in the name of Jesus. You shall watch over your flock in the name of Jesus. You shall be diligent in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. When God spoke these words to Jacob, he was already fruitful. He had 11, he had about 12 children and the next one was already on the way. But then, why did God say these words again? That I will make you fruitful. Let's look at Genesis 48. Verses 3 to 7. And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you. And I will make of you a company of peoples and will give you this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons, which were born to you in the land of Egypt, before I came to you in Egypt, are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine as Reuben and Simeon are. And the children that you fathered after them shall be yours. Now, if you remember, Joseph had named Ephraim and Manasseh in Egypt. He named Manasseh saying, God has made me forget my father's household. God has made me forget the toil that I had in this land, in the land of affliction. That is what he named Manasseh as. And he named Ephraim saying, God has made me fruitful in this land. He named them in Egypt. Now God's word brought it to fulfillment in Israel. Jacob, Joseph had limited Ephraim and Manasseh to Egypt, but God's word located them as an inheritance in Israel. Now the prayer is, God, wherever I have limited my children in my understanding, overrule it in the name of Jesus. In whatever way, be it my own strength, be it my finances, be it my understanding of them, whatever it is, God, overrule it in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever it is that I have limited my children with my own understanding, God, let your word prevail over it in the name of Jesus. Your word fulfills its purpose all the time. Bring it to pass concerning my children in the name of Jesus. Let's take this word even for families who are waiting on the Lord for the fruit of the womb. God, locate the Ephraims and Manassas in the name of Jesus. God, bring them to the family in the name of Jesus. 
Cause them to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. God's word secured Ephraim and Manasseh to the inheritance of Israel. Let's pray, God, secure each one of my children to your kingdom in the name of Jesus. God, that none of my children shall be lost. Father, that each one of them shall appear before you in the name of Jesus. Father, you are a God who is faithful to your word. You are God who is able to make me fruitful. God, as you make me fruitful, secure my children, O God, to your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Let them all appear before you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you, O Lord God, for this time that you've given us. God, you have shown time and again, O Lord, that you are faithful to show yourself strong on our behalf. That you are faithful to keep your word. That you are faithful to mold us. That you are faithful to cause us to walk in your paths. Father, we give you thanks. God, we give you thanks for the deliverance that you have given us today, O Lord God. Father, we give you thanks for, for the fruitfulness that you have brought in our midst today, O Lord God. Father, we give you thanks for changing levels this night, O Lord God. Concerning our families, God, you have shown yourself time and again strong. Accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Let's sit down for a while, please. Praise the Lord. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of uh, Matthew, chapter 25. I want this chapter to form the basis of our closing prayers this evening as we move towards the end of the prayer session. I do understand and I do realize that all of us are looking at the events that are going on in the world and sometimes if we align them to what the scripture is saying, they keep reminding us of how close we are to the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's important that each one of us continues to look at our lives keenly, to revisit ourselves, reevaluate ourselves, and ask ourselves serious questions concerning our walk with the Lord. Because so many of us are living as though this is their home. Praise the Lord. We have planned so many good things for ourselves on earth here, but one of these days, those things will become meaningless. Praise the Lord. If the Lord came and the trumpet sounded, I'm wondering how many of us are going to look back and say, ah, Lord, let me just go and lie on my bed for two minutes first before I join you. I think it will be all other things around us will be useless. 
Everybody will be running to see that they are in the in company of the Lord. So let's just look at this scripture as we remind ourselves of the need to prepare ourselves and to set our house in order. At the time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. Can we say, I am wise? I am wise. I will always be wise. Praise the Lord. Now, wisdom here has nothing to do with your intelligence. Praise the Lord. The wisdom we are talking about here has nothing to do with your intelligence. You may be intelligent, but you may become unwise and therefore qualify to be among the foolish. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says the foolish ones took their lambs, but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lambs. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. Carelessness in our lives as Christians, recklessness, or concerning ourselves with things that do not pertain of the kingdom of God, is a form of drowsiness in our lives. Praise the Lord. And so, as God has prepared us, we are praying tonight that we may not lose focus of the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So the first thing we are going to pray for is that God may keep us ready for His second coming. And as He says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 4, that we must remain awake. Not asleep, but awake. Not in, the, in terms of keeping our eyes wide open, but alert in the spiritual realm. I don't know whether it happens to all people, but sometimes you can find yourself asleep. But when the enemy is trying to hover around your house, you'll find your spirit quickly alert, even in the sleep. You'll find yourself, you wake up when you are praying. You wake up when you are singing. That means there is a spiritual alertness in your life. And that is what we are going to pray for. That, oh Lord, tonight, help me to keep myself alert in the spiritual realm. Help me to remember what my calling is. Help me to remember that my time on earth here is limited. I need to focus on to you. Shall we stand up and just pray? Everlasting Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We honor your name tonight. Jehovah God, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for the responsibility of our salvation, Lord. Thank you, Jehovah God, because you are reminding us tonight that, Lord, we ought to be awake in our spiritual realm, in our spiritual lives, Lord. Father, we thank you for the life that you have given us this far, Lord. Thank you for the prayers that we are having tonight, O oh God. That, my Father, you may stir our hearts into well-being, O oh God. Doing good unto thee, O oh my Father. Thank you for the purity that you give us. Thank you, Jehovah God, 
for the contingency plans that you are giving unto us, God. Preparing ourselves. Every time reminding ourselves of your second coming. Just tell God to remind you in your life. And focus on Him tonight. So that in your life, you will always think about His second coming. It will be a song in your life. Whenever you look at things around you, let them remind you of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. That it may be well in your soul. Father, we thank you and we bless your holy name. We give you praise. One thing that we see among these people is that there was a group that made adequate plans for the second coming, for the coming of the bridegroom. I don't know in your life what plans you are making. I don't know whether it is the building of the house. You know, whenever I see a beautiful house in Muscat, whenever I see somebody put on a, putting up a good house, it reminds me, how should my heavenly home be like? I was listening to some testimony, and a pastor went, I mean died for some time and went to heaven. He was being shown the houses of some people in the church. This one was one of the members of the congregation. This is the house, and he saw beautiful houses. And when he reached his house, he saw a house that was incomplete. And then he said, Lord, how can my house be like this? And the Lord said, no, I want you to go back and finish your house before you come here. Praise the Lord. Let us imagine ourselves in that, in, that, in that land, the holy, glorious land. How will my house look like? How will my mansion look like? How have I prepared that mansion to be like? Tonight, just call upon God and cry. Tell Him, Lord Jesus, if there is anything that is making the quality of my house in heaven to lose the, the, to, to lose the sparkle, Lord, I don't want it in my life. I want my love to be given unto you holy, so that I may walk holy in thy presence, God, with the expectation of a good mansion back in heaven. This is not our home. Our home is in heaven. Jesus said, I must go, that I may prepare a place for you, so that where I am, you must also be there. Can you call upon God, so that he may keep your heart focused upon that home that is being prepared for you in heaven? Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you, Lord. As I walk in this earth, O oh Lord, we pray tonight that I and my brethren, God, shall be purified for that home that is above, that home that is beautiful, that home where the streets are made of gold, that home where there is no sun or moon, but your light from the throne, O oh God, shall always be my son. Father, we thank you and we bless your holy name. We give you praise. As we see in these people, how, what manner should we, in which way should we prepare ourselves? Reverencing before God. Reverencing before His throne. Purifying ourselves. Making ourselves efficient in the work of God. Because the drossiness the Bible is talking about here is taking the things of God lightly in your life. Not paying attention to the things of God with the attention that is required. That is drossiness. From tonight, I pray that God Almighty, you shall visit upon my life. Cause me to have the zeal. Cause me to have the joy. Cause me to have that vibrance in my life as I go about the work of, of the kingdom. Jesus told his parents, I must be about my father's business. How many times have you told yourself, Kenneth, I must be about my father's business. 
Kenneth, I must be about my father's business. You know the greatest enemy is yourself. It is not your peop- the people around you. It is not your family. It is ourselves. Because we never address ourselves. We never tell ourselves. I, Kenneth, I don't want to hinder myself from benefiting from this, this blessed assurance from the Lord. Lot was one of these kind of people. Brother Lot went and stay, stayed close. He was moving in a tent. But then he built his house in Sodom. He wanted to have a residence in that place. Once you build a house, a permanent house, it has got the effect of making your life zero in on that. I told people, the moment you build a house, you are thinking of where you will be buried. Because that will be a permanent residence. But I am saying tonight, let us not have the same spirit that Brother Lord had. Let us have the spirit of people who are pilgrims moving around and moving out of this world. That is our destiny. Never to be in this, in this, in this place permanently, but to be with our Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory, Lord. And to my brethren, God, I pray, King of glory, that sense of permanency in this world shall not be there. That sense of permanency in this world shall cease to exist because God will long for you. The Bible says, even the creation longs for the revelation of the sons of God. So we pray tonight, God, that you, O my Father, may reveal yourself to us as we reveal ourselves to the world for who you have made us, O God. What you have destined us for, O God. We thank you and we bless your holy name. We give you glory and honor. Another thing we learn about these people is that by the time they realized that they were running short of the necessary oil, by the time they went and came back, it was too late. Let, us, let it be our prayer that we shall not have means at the last moment. You know, it, it bothers me when I read some scripture and the Bible says, And the Lord said, Go away, I never knew you. It bothers me. If I am in this position, how painful will it be? What a wasted time in this world. What a wasted time in this world. If we have chosen to be for the Lord, let it be a decision that you have decided that come rain, come sunshine, I am for the Lord. Let us be deeper in the things of God. So tonight let us pray that God, I shall not waver in my life. My family shall not waver in your presence. Everybody connected to me is not going to waver because we want to join you in that, on that glorious day. We want to join you on that glorious day. When the trumpet sings, oh my Father, when the trumpet sounds, oh God, that I may hear that voice, that the Spirit in me shall quicken me to listen to you and to meet you in the heavenly places above. Father, we thank you. We honor your holy name. You are a faithful God. You are a glorious God. You are a mighty God. You are a great God. In the same chapter, when you, you go to verse 14, you realize that there's something again the Master is talking about in relation to the end times. It is talents. And he says he, he has given talents to men. He has given you a talent. He has given me a talent. He has given all of us talents. But in measures equal to our faith. Praise the Lord. God is not going to give you a, 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 a task that is far beyond you. 
is going to give you something that measures to your ability. So I'm praying tonight, and you are praying tonight, that God may help you to nurture that talent that you have been given to the extent that He will be pleased with. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise, O oh God. And today that I've been given to preaching God, I pray that my Father, you may establish them. And today that I'm the minister of intercessory God, give them the grace, O oh my Father, that they may hold on to that, O oh King of glory. Again at that day, O oh my Father, we thank you and we bless you. And today that work in the church, O oh my Father, I pray for your divine strength, that God, you shall uphold them, God. You shall strengthen them, O oh King of glory. Each one of them will work as though it is today, his last day, O oh my Father. There shall be such a zeal in each one of us. In Jesus' name we are praying. Now, one thing I learned about those talents is that at the end of the day, no matter what talent one had, the master expected some profit from them. That is why the one who went to hide, to, to hide his under the ground, he was asked, couldn't you put in the bank so that you get some profit? That means it doesn't matter what you have. There is a result that Father, our Father in heaven expects from you. Praise the Lord. So I am praying tonight. And I want you to pray that God may stir up that which he has given to you. That it may bear fruit. A fruit that will last on that day. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. Because of your presence, God. We thank you because of the gift that you have given to each one of us. My Father, tonight, we just want to pray, King of glory, that you shall manifest yourself in our lives in a divine way. Each one of us shall be fruitful. Each one of us shall be fruitful. Wherever you have called us, Lord, there shall be the fruit of the Spirit that we shall manifest, O King of glory, in everything that we do. We give you honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Another thing that I learn about these people, when I go back down to verse 34, where we are just about to end, that there are people that were being rewarded in a way that they did not even understand. The Bible says, Then the king will say to those on the right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom, prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was, I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Verse 37, Then the righteous will answer him, him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and, you, and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invited you in? One thing I gather from this is that there are people, there are people involved in the ministry work in the church. They may not be as vocal as some of us, but God is recognizing their work. Praise the Lord. So in your pl place of calling, please be faithful. Be faithful to God. And he will hold you. On that day, you shall receive your reward. I know it was pre preached here 
talent rewards that we shall get. But I want just to pray tonight that each one of us will have an expectant heart as we move in the world today. I don't, I'm not saying it's tomorrow the end of the day, but the, the end of the world, but I'm saying we must remind ourselves that soon and very soon we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon we are going to see the king. They will be demanded of us our service, praise the Lord, and it must be fruitful. Not just a service that is empty, but a service that is fruitful. Father, we want to thank you tonight. King of glory, we thank you for those that are involved in the service that is secret and sealed. Father, we pray that your hand shall be upon them. Those in the mission field, your hand shall be upon them. Those involved in the service in the church, without any prominence, Father, I pray for your visitation upon them. Strengthen them. Hold them together, that on that day, their gift shall stand, O oh my Father. We give you praise. We honor your holy name. In Jesus' name we are praying. We are going to be celebrating our 30th anniversary, and I want each one of us just to lift that, that week into the hands of God. We don't just want to celebrate. We want God to minister to us. Praise the Lord. There are going to be teachings that are aimed at edifying us. And I want you to start looking forward to that, that week with expectation in your heart. With an expectant heart. Praying that God, let it be a visitation unto me. Let it be a moment that I'm going to reflect over your word with the intensity that is required. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We give you honor that you have given us such an opportunity, God, even to reflect over your word. Pray for the ministers. Some of them are coming from far. Pray for journey mercies, that God may provide the journey mercies. Pray for the anointing, that God may give them mighty anointing to bless and minister to us. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, I want each one of us, just put your hands over your head, expecting God to minister to you. I really don't know what your need is, but we are just going to pray together, seeing the time is gone. I want us to pray, and I want you to believe that God is going to minister to whatever need you have. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I invite you in the presence and the midst of your people. God, that as you move in their lives, you shall deal and minister with every need in their lives. I don't know what their needs are, O oh God, but you, the searcher of the hearts of men, you, the revealer of the secrets of the hearts, you know what is bothering each one of us, O oh God. I pray, my Father, that your visitation shall be mighty upon your children. They will walk out of this place, O oh God, Satisfy that you are ministered to their needs, O oh my Father. Jehovah God in their families, you are going to visit them, O oh God. Do something new upon their lives. Father, they that are expecting miracle in their lives, a healing miracle, God. I pray for the warmth of the Holy Spirit to move from the hair of their head to the sole of their feet, delivering them, O oh God. Healing them powerfully, O oh God. For thou art our miracle worker. Father, we thank you and we bless your name. 
those that are waiting upon God for the fruit of the womb, O my Father. I pray, King of glory, revisit them, O my Father. Quicken that womb, O God. Strengthen that seed, O my Father. Let it have life. Let it have life. They will celebrate with us, O God. Let them see the joy of receiving the gift from God. We thank you and we bless your holy name. Those that are facing job situations, I pray, King of glory, let your hand be upon them. Father, they will be shaking that company, that the person who is thinking, considering of getting them out, shall reverse their decision, because they are the children of God. Father, we thank you and we bless you, for our prayed, believing and trusting, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now quickly we just pray this prayer. We pray for our cousins. And we have prayed for ourselves to be ready for heaven. But there are many of us that even our parents are yet to be saved. Our brothers are yet to be saved. Our family members are yet to be saved. If there's anybody you need to see in heaven, they should be number one. I want us to pray for every member of our family, our uncles, aunties that are yet to be saved. If you know their name, say, Lord, please save their soul. Ask the Lord that, please, God, I don't want to get to heaven and this man will not be there. Lord, save their soul. Let's go ahead and begin to pray that prayer. I begin to call on the Lord on their behalf. The Lord, the soul of so, 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 so belongs to you. Lord, draw him unto you. Draw her unto you. Save the soul of this man. Save the soul of this woman. Lord, in his sleep, in her sleep now, arrest him for your own. Lord, in the sleep of this man, Lord, prompt him to be saved. You arrested that Ethiopia Enoch miraculously. Arrest this man, this woman, go ahead and begin to cross the law. Our God answers prayers. The way we do it, you'll be surprised. Now, Lord, when I get to heaven, I want to see every member of my family. My extended families are yet to be saved. Lord, I want to see them in heaven. Therefore, every one of them yet to be saved. Jesus, arrest them for your purpose. Save their soul. Save their soul in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. How many believe God has answered our prayers tonight? Put your hands together for Jesus. Our God that answers prayer. And you know, the prayers we pray tonight, they are not prayers that you pray amiss. They are prayers that they are the outcry of God. So the answer is already given. And testimony shall follow in Jesus' name. We're back again later today in this place at the normal time, 12 p.m. for our service. Please make sure you invite someone and bring them to church. Your own is just to invite them and leave them in the hand of God who is able to arrest them for his own. And as you bring them, you too will be blessed in Jesus' name. Let's share the good and fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit.
be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Evangelism and glory, you are blessed in Jesus' name.